Welcome to Long Shots. This is the story of two brothers from the Midwest with nothing to lose, who created a tech empire and all the valuable lessons we learned along the way. Episode 9, We Got Screwed by Aunt Becky. April 21st, 2018. My brother and I had just concluded a company all hands. We had recently shuttered our beer line, Resignation Brewery, and we'd laid off over 50 employees across all departments of the chive. The air in the room was so heavy I thought it might start raining indoors. But we remained cautiously optimistic. Chive TV had proved successful, and Leo and I believed the future was to make Chive TV the flagship channel for an entire digital out-of-home platform. We called it Atmosphere. Instead of one channel, we were going to have 40 or 50 channels. One channel for every venue type. We explained to a rather unconvinced audience our vision that every bar in Key West would be watching Beach Bum TV, and every restaurant in Breckenridge would be watching Red Bull TV, every hair and nail salon would be watching Happy TV. Let's not focus on the past, everybody. The windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror because where we are going is more important than where we have been. Am I right? By the way, when I mentioned Chive TV had proven successful, I meant that we'd proven product market fit and that people rather enjoyed the product. But in the four years since we'd launched the audio optional channel for business, it had generated very little revenue. Zero revenue, to be specific. I mean, even the beer line we just shut down had made over $5 million, but we were shoveling all the profits from the beer and the chai, for that matter, into Chive TV. And now I was explaining to a room full of ashen faces that we were doubling down on the very thing that makes no money. And in fact, we were expanding the platform by adding 50 new channels, all available for free. Seven employees quit after the all hands. Perfect. With the exception of a few loyal employees, as well as our C-suite, Alan DeBerzovic, Mike Grisco, and Eric Spielman, everybody thought Leo and I had stayed too late at the fair. You could hardly blame them. Instead of focusing on the core business, we just told the entire company that we were doubling down on the only part of the business that made zero money. Oh, also, almost forgot, we were out of money. The financial requirements of atmosphere on the business had strained every department, so much so that we were forced to let go of 50 very talented employees just to keep the business afloat. This was going to be one of the biggest gambles in the history of tech. We had to rely on our first principles, which at the time involved one Lockheed SR-71 uh, flying over Libya, beating an A-4 surface-to-air missile to the turn. If you're unfamiliar with that reference, please listen to episode 3. I'll wait. Moral of the story, we would have to go fast. We needed to raise $10 million over the next 90 days or both of the chive and atmosphere would explode in the atmosphere. Part of me wondered why I was doing this. Entrepreneuring is like a sickness sometimes. 
Everything is a million times harder than you even think it's gonna be. And who the hell did we think we were? Trying to accomplish what every cable company with billions of dollars at their disposal had failed to do. Make no mistake about it. We are fucking insane. And it was time to embrace the horror. So, we spun Atmosphere and Chive TV out of the Chive and stood the streaming platform up as its own entity, Rarified Atmosphere LLC. We told everybody that we named the company Atmosphere because it enhances the atmosphere in your bar or restaurant. But that wasn't really true. Most origin stories aren't, by the way. We called it Atmosphere after a speech Michael Gambon gives to Daniel Craig in the British crime film Layer Cake. One day in the future, it'll be you sitting here in my place, telling some young Turk the facts of life. And they are, Mr. Temple. You're born, you take shit. Get out in the world, you take more shit. Climb a little higher, take less shit. Till one day you're up in the rarefied atmosphere and you've forgotten what shit even looks like. Welcome to the layer cake, son. Given the successful track record we had at the Chive, we assumed raising money for atmosphere would be as breezy as an East Coast clam bake. But it had to go fast. We weren't too worried. I mean, we were running out of time and money and all of our cash reserves, but no big deal. August 14th, 2018, New York City. Our fundraising adventure wasn't going well. Most of them showed interest in atmosphere. They leaned in. But the general feedback we were getting is that most of them thought we were still too early. Although one banker candidly told us to create a streaming network for the entire third space in America like we wanted to do would take hundreds of millions of dollars, not a paltry $10 million. He said that what we were doing was the equivalent of playing a game of Risk and putting all of the game pieces on Papua New Guinea and expecting to take over the world from there. I mean, fair play to that guy. We didn't tell him that was like exactly the game plan. So far, we had received 28 no's and two maybes. I was hoping for better luck in the Big Apple. If anybody has ever tried to raise money for a business, you know you have to kiss a lot of frogs. I'd kissed 10 new frogs in the two weeks I'd been in New York, and none of them had turned into a prince. In fact, the private equity firm that I thought most likely to give me at least a maybe had just emailed me. And they passed. Great. My cell phone started ringing. It was our CFO, Mike Grisco. He asked how it was going. Great, Mike. Really good. New York. Productive. Meetings. Good. That's great to hear, Johnny. Uh, hey, you got a minute to talk? That is never a good opener in a phone call because it's never a minute and it's almost never good. Mike continued, We have 60 days of working capital before we have to start making some tough decisions. I thought we had like 90 days, Mike. Also, define tough decisions. Imagine every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Got it. So that's bad. After I hung up with Mike, I was staring out my hotel window. My head was throbbing. 
My hotel was overlooking the famous High Line. The public park is built on a historic freight rail line elevated above the streets of Manhattan's west side. Tourists were walking the High Line on a beautiful summer day in the city. All I could think about was the famous 9th Avenue derailment of 1905. When the train entered a sharp turn, the motorman overcompensated and hit the brakes too quickly, causing a derailment which flung the second car off the trestles and down the street, causing 48 injuries and 13 deaths. That accident wasn't lost on me as I looked down from my hotel room on 9th Avenue, which was curiously nestled into an elbow in the high line. Sometimes going too fast will kill you, and you have to weigh all the outcomes before speeding into the turn. I needed time to think. My phone rang again. This time it was my brother, probably calling to discuss our pending financial derailment. Hey Leo, you can save it. I already talked to Grisco. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Look, I just got a call from one of our maybes. Listeners, for the sake of this story and to protect the innocent, we'll call the maybe company Revolution Media. What I can tell you is that Revolution is a growth equity fund owned by the venerable TPG Growth Capital, created by an industry titan named Bill McGlashan. Go on. Leo told me Revolution had had their investment committee meeting earlier in the day. I guess one of the partners saw Chive TV in the wild at his local pizza joint in Santa Monica. They said that on one TV the football game was on, and on the other TV was Chive TV, and nobody was watching the game. They were all watching Chive TV. Revolution once in. God bless Dagwoods on Wilshire in Santa Monica. Great restaurant, I will forever be your biggest tipper, and I love your calzones. They want to meet with us in L.A. on Wednesday. Can you make it? Leo asked. Leo, after the call I just had with Grisco, I will sprint Forrest Gump style from New York to L.A. That day, for no particular reason, I decided to go for a little run. Two days later, we were in the penthouse offices of Revolution Media on Ocean Avenue in Santa Monica. One of the partners from Revolution stood up. Gentlemen, after careful review of your business, we are ecstatic to inform you that we will be leading Atmosphere Series A for $10 million. Oh, shit. I didn't want to tell him how excited I was. I, I don't even know how excited I was. I think I was... More relieved than excited, but still a lot excited. We had just gotten a life raft. Leo and I contained our excitement, be professional, until we got to the bottom of the elevator. We didn't have to say a word to each other. We both knew where we were going. Across the street to our favorite pub, Yield King said, for a Guinness or seven. Once again, we went fast and we outran that missile. When I woke up the next morning at Shutter's Hotel in Santa Monica, I was still wearing my shoes. I was bleary-eyed from the celebration the night before, thinking, did I drink an Irish car bomb last night? What am I, in college? I picked up the phone and ordered room service and turned on my guiltiest pleasure, the local news. And there is no better local news than KTLA Los Angeles. The anchors were talking about Operation Varsity Blues. 
a dragnet that exposed a college admission scam? Aunt Becky from Full House was doing a perp walk? Whoa. What is Operation Varsity Blues? So this massive college admission scandal, 50 people facing charges and more arrests are likely in the weeks and months ahead. Actresses Lori Loughlin and Felicity Huffman are two of the dozens of wealthy parents accused in the alleged scheme. Prosecutors say that some of them paid millions to get their children into elite schools like Yale, Stanford and the University of Southern California. I immediately went over to my brother's hotel room and woke him up and turned on the TV. One of the other parents that had been accused was a woman named Michelle Janovs, the heiress to the hot pocket fortune. When you want a hot meal without a big deal, what are you gonna pick? Hot pocket. Leo and I were laughing so hard, cracking jokes about Michelle making hot pockets for Aunt Becky and Felicity Huffman in the pokey. It was great until KCAL listed all 50 parents involved in the U.S. Justice Department investigation. One of the parents accused of bribing a private counselor to correct his son's ACT exam for higher scores was TPG Growth Fund founder Bill McGlashan. Is this for real? And if it is real, is, is this bad for us? I called our lawyer to get a hot take on the events unfolding. He said the Department of Justice would likely audit all of the current TPG growth fund investments to make sure none of the dirty money was commingled with the investments. But then he went on to speculate that all pending investments would be paused, or worse, pencils down. Pencils down is exactly what you think it is. My phone started ringing. It was Revolution Media. Hey, John, you got a minute to talk? What are you gonna pick? Oh. <laughs> Our lifeboat was taking on water. We'd racked up 40 no's, one maybe, and one yes, turned soon to be in prison financier. I started thinking that maybe everyone who told us no and that we were too early might be right. Since the first TV was successfully demonstrated by Philo T. Farnsworth in San Francisco on September 7, 1927, nobody, not a major studio or cable network, had ever figured out how to successfully create content for venues in the third space. It hadn't been done. Ever. When the game isn't on, it's just Judge Judy with subtitles. If you were watching any TV in any venue in the world, you were watching a subpar TV viewing experience. You just were. We wanted to do to subtitles what Napster did to the CD. But us, the Chive guys, not the major studios, had actually solved a century-old problem. And now, because of forces completely out of our control, the solution might not ever see the light of day. For some reason, my brother and I always believed that we were the ones that were going to pull it off. Our belief was grounded in a very obscure but important historical fact. Philo T. Farnsworth, the man who created a visual medium that transmits images by means of radio waves and microwaves, called a television, is from Fort Wayne, Indiana. 
My brother and I walked by his house on Forest Park Boulevard every week for years. The inventor's historic home is still there today. It took Philo 15 years to figure out the TV, and we weren't ready to give up either. We'd just learned a very valuable lesson, too. Sometimes, going too fast can cause you to make the wrong decision. In this case, rushing to choose a partner became the equivalent of a shotgun wedding to the wrong person. And given what I know now about how difficult the road ahead was going to be, even if we'd consummated the marriage, I think it would have ended in divorce. Sometimes, even when the pressure is on, you need to slow down, take all the information at hand, and make more thoughtful decisions. But make no mistake about it, we were on the precipice of going out of business now, and digging our way out of this would require striking gold. Literally. And we need just a little bit of help from our old friend, Bill Murray. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and give us a five-star rating. Go to thechive.com forward slash long shots to subscribe to our newsletter and see photos of all the events I talked about in the podcast today. Long Shots is hosted, executive produced, and written by me, John Resig, for Chive Media Group. Audio editing and sound design by Stephen Wilson. Tune in next week for episode 10 of Long Shots. Stephen, cue Mariah Carey. Hey, listeners, if you are looking to outshine all of the other parents at the Christmas party this year, just go to the Chivery and pick out something hilarious. Uh, All of our Christmas designs are the best they've ever been, and you can just use my personal discount code, which is this should be free, to get 15% off anything at thechivery.com. Happy holidays.